Welcome to the Even Worse <sighs> Idea of All Time, season I about, two. I was about to say trois, but that's three in French. Season deux. You'd think it's two because it starts with the T, but it's a different language. Episode, <laughs> how do you say, uh, 15. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's cans. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's right. Q- Q-U-I-N. Q-U-I-N. I always get stuck at around 13. Yeah. Trez. Uh, look, my name Cantors. is Jamie. Cans. That's Oliver, who just said Cans. Uh, now, what we do here on this podcast is we watch the same film once a week, every week, for a calendar year. Breaking Dawn Part 2, the last film in the Twilight Saga. And uh, this is the 15th time we've now seen it. Tell you what, I was getting jaded. I yep. was an old an old man married to my wife Breaking Dawn Part 2 and we were growing apart. Yes. But now we've spiced up the relationship. We're bringing in new things. There's new characters. It's Suddenly, Jacob is a shark boy. <laughs> it's like a whole new bloody film, all right? And I love the energy that they're all putting into this film. Um, Before we get any further... Can I just g- get off my chest something? Yes. Because I was on the bus today. Yes. And I was privy to a conversation which had many uh, twists and turns to it. And I'd just like to briefly sort of uh, vent about my experience, if that's all right with you, Oliver. What if they're listening? They certainly won't be. Uh, and it's probably not particularly interesting to hear, actually, but. I shall not listen then. <laughs> Shut your ear flaps. Uh, I was on the bus to sort of, uh, well, I, I later found as the conversation went on, 15-year-old boys got on. Well, actually, sorry, okay. Here's the thing, to preface this. I uh, really hate awkward small talk with somebody that you, you know, you don't really know, but you know them enough to not be able to feasibly ignore them in public. Yeah. And, you know, that, that sometimes happens on public transport. Maybe you see someone you sort of slightly know, and then suddenly you find yourself, you, you're sitting next to them oh. for a lengthy journey. And so that didn't happen to me, but it did happen to the two people behind me who clearly went to school together. And I listened to their very uh, stilted conversation for this sort of full 40-minute trip uh, from Lower Hutt to Wellington City. And uh, just a couple of highlights I thought I'd share with you, Oliver. One, s- some awkward parts, some quite quite endearing parts um the, the sort of main actually can, can I quickly ask you do you know what Zans are if someone said to you I was doing Zans in the weekend Xanax that's what I would assume too but this, this one of the boys was telling the other one about how on Friday night he did Zans and then woke up in an ambulance bloody hell and I was like Jesus Christ I was Drinking hot chocolates and watching Faulty Towers. I was, I was playing Ratchet and Clank <laughs> and soiling myself. No, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. But uh, yeah, so I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ! What are these kids getting up to?" Um, and he was sort of talking to this other guy. They obviously were familiar with each other, but they, I don't think they would have been friends. But one particularly awkward part was that the guy who had done Zans was talking about who he <laughs> who he'd been hanging out with, and then and he said to the other guy, "He said, who, who do you hang out with outside of school?'" And the other boy said, um, oh, I don't, I don't really hang out with anybody, to be honest. He said, I, I mostly just um, stay at home. I don't tend to get invited to many things. 
and Christ. that was that really cut to the core. Yeah. And, and and I just wanted to, I, was, I was bloody hard to listen to. I was so close to these guys. It was like they were sitting right next to me. And then the other one just said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then later on in the conversation, he was like, "Oh, maybe." Um, Maybe uh, you, me, and, and Jack could could hang out on the holidays. That would be fucking lit, he said. And the other guy was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. The guy, that, was, that was pretty awkward. Um, and sorry, who said it would be fucking lit? Uh, the guy who said he didn't have friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he so was he's, sort of he's trying, trying to reach to, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the, these boys, you know, the 15-year-old boys, constantly talking about sort of crushing puss and, 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 <laughs> and things of that ilk. Um, but on the bus. But then quite a, quite a nice interaction happened as another boy from their school got on who, once again, this would have been a sort of a, a third person entering the party that... These three, well, I would the, be crying out for that. Because these three that, boys... Yeah, well, this is the thing. But yeah. these three boys, clearly, the, none of them were actually friends in school. They just all knew of each other. So then they talked to this one. They said, what have you been doing this morning? He said, I've been to church. And I thought, oh, no, this is going to lead to some... Some negging of religion, uh, and they said, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And it was quite a nice conversation. And then it, um, the sort of highlight—well, not the highlight because it was a very grim subject matter—but the sort of the bit where I thought was quite amusing was, and it's going to sound bad when I first say it. Uh, <laughs> the, the boy said, "Yes, my parents have been visiting a family friend who's on the hospice because she's uh, dying of cancer." And that's not the amusing part. So. I can see you. Grin. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> but then, uh, just one of the boys' responses was really good. He's like, "Ah, oh, man, there's so many diseases out there these days." <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, what does that mean? He's, he's not wrong. They're bloody all over as the place. As if some new thing on the block that was striking people down. It's like, oh, it's bloody tough to deal with. I know. But every, you know, every polio you get rid of, a bloody COVID-19 pops up in its place. Bloody up, up, to, up to here with diseases. <laughs> it was like, it's like, it's just really sad for the families. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. It's very hard to really respond to something like that though I know I know he, he was doing his best I, I, I valued this man's sort of attempt to he seemed like the sort of popular boy in school but he was um, sort of going the extra mile for these two other boys that perhaps wouldn't have been oh it's incredible I, I, I would you know but then he, he, and here's the thing and, he, and here's what I found quite endearing about it in the end was this this boy uh, then was sort of um, speaking to the benefits of seeing a counsellor and uh, talking about your feelings and I thought well you know what a what a nice thing to hear from a young boy who's just been uh, previously talking about mm. passing out on Zans mm. and uh, and uh, topics of virginity, uh, and here he is talking about how it's okay to express your feelings. When uh, I tried to, to express person. my feelings on the school bus, my friend Alistair would say, "Shut up and get back to playing Nintendo." <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. And it's great that these days people have come a long way since Crawl Boys, like, specifically Alistair. Yeah, I'd um, agree. Uh, so just a little aside there uh, about my bus journey today. Yeah, that has been sponsored by Zans, Big Zan. <laughs> Get some today. You might end up in an ambulance, that's all right. Either way, you'll be off to dreamland, baby. And that brings us to the movie. Yeah. 
lot of them were having some pretty weird dreams this week. Yeah, something that they hadn't really touched on before, but suddenly it's, it seemed like the whole plot was sort of based on um, one boy's dreams and how these dreams might become real. And this strange duo called Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And, and it's a very welcome intrusion into the film. I've always wanted them to shake it up and do it differently. Yeah, I couldn't tell if perhaps Lava Girl was a vampire or some sort of... Um Lava abilities. Obviously, we've seen. Uh, yeah, Jacob spiked his hair up, and he's he's good to go. He's 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 gone. I want to be a shark now, baby. He's wearing some sort of rubber grey suit with well, a shark fin on the back. I thought being a wolf was good enough, but have at it, bro. And um, he's very angry. He's very surly. Yeah, at one point he bites the he bites a cage and spits it at the screen. They also they made it in three D this week, which is weird. Mm, and 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 it is popping off the screen. Everything's flying at you. There are these laughing faces. There yeah, are, what were those laughing faces? I'm not sure because they were sort of a motif throughout the film. They were yeah. sort of bubbles with little smiley faces and at, eyes. At one point, I was really wondering whether they represented like. Psychiatric medication or something because <laughs> Lava Girl was saying how she um, she's calmer when they're there or like or, or she's not so angry when they're there. Yeah, but and then they made sh- La- but La- Shark Boy reacted mm, really badly. They, they resonated on some weird frequency with Shark Boy and he got incredibly aggressive. So maybe it's like don't take other people's medication. It might not be right for you. Yeah, everyone's but, you know, specific. Talk to a <laughs> health professional. But um, either way. I would love to see those friendly little guys. They were just mouths and eyes going... What I found strange about that, and there were sort of other effects throughout the film that were similar to that. There was a bit where sort of brains were flying at the TV. Mm. But what I, what I found was that because these things had been designed to be viewed with 3D glasses, which we were not, we were just watching a standard 2D version of the film, was that the, the depth was quite often off, and sometimes I was like, I can't, I couldn't tell where these things were supposed to be in space. If we did break out some some red and white two D three D glasses, do you think it would have worked, or does it need to be a special? No, it needs to be an actual. That that didn't have the red and blue three D effect. I had going a book that was three D, and it had those glasses, and my dad bought it to me from America, and it was the Presidents of the United States. Wow! And it's like, ooh, see George Washington's monster cock in three D. Uh, it wasn't that, but <laughs> it was. was the, it was the presidents firmly clothes on. I had some. some when Spy Kids three D came out, they did a promotional run at McDonald's, and they. I think you got a toy, but I think also with that toy, you get a sort of little comic book that was in three D, and you could look look at that with three D glasses. It was all the rage. All of us standing up. He's, Created a shift in. <clears throat> Who here remembers when McDonald's did uh, to- did little toy dogs? That was uh, a very good phase. Like they did a schnauzer, like big bobble-headed dogs. Oh yeah, 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 I remember that. And that's what really got me into schnauzers. I've and got a schnauzer. As a, well, my family does. Your one's turned though. Your one's <laughs> very aggressive. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he turned a few years ago. He's when, not. He's not the same boy. When Oliver came to visit, I uh, turned. I came round and he's, he's never been the same. But I was very into schnauzers in year four and five, and I called them moustache dogs. And 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 I was like, "Hey, Dad, look at the moustache dog." And he's like, "That's cool. That's a cool dog." Um, and I bloody loved them. Talked Were you about sort them of trying to get your father to buy one. 
No, I think I knew it was unreasonable. I think I knew he, he wasn't in the place for getting a dog. Were you were you really keen on getting a dog as a kid, do you think? Or Never really, because okay. I was pretty content with my two cats, Earl and Dash. Right. And um, I thought, you know, dogs are pretty full on. And, um, yeah. you know, this might change the whole family dynamic. Um, you know, I'm, I've got bloody up to here with cats um, and allergic to them. And it took me, you know, 14 years to work that one out. Why I woke up oh. sneezy when Earl slept on my bloody pillow every day. <laughs> Put the bloody put it together, kid. So it's interesting. Can you? I, I always have wondered if, with prolonged exposure, can you sort of gain an immunity? Do you think? Do you think? It, do you think you were less allergic as time went on? I think it was pretty mild. Yeah. But I, I think I don't think it would ever go away. I don't think you can right. sort of train yourself. But 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 but. What was your shining light of uh, the Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part Two? I don't know. What was yours? You have to have one. Mm. You, I, you can think of it. I'll mm. talk about mine. Here's the thing, though. I can't remember mine either, actually. Mm. Yours was um, uh, the Frozen? No, I vaguely talked about there's a There's a bit where somehow, I, like, I don't actually remember how, but Lava Girl, entire body, her, her entire body gets frozen. And then, for some reason, then they then <laughs> use that as a vehicle. Yeah. Um, a boy called Max and um, Jacob, who's now sort of in a shark costume, yeah. they're, they're pushing her frozen... Well, I'd say corpse, but she's, she's alive. She's alive. We don't know that. Well, we, yeah. Sort of, they're, they're using her to sort of sled across an ice field. Um, eh, I mean, she didn't consent to that, presumably, but it's obviously all right. Uh, so that, uh, but that was Oh, hang on. Uh, no, I, I, I actually can't remember. It was a bit, and I said, that's my shining light. Mm. I did that a few times too. Yeah, you did, you did it quite near the start, but I, I can't remember. It's all, the film's gone in one ear. Oh, there's the a lot of to analyse, but in terms of specific moments, there's there's so much being thrown at you. Mm. Um, I guess, I guess. Look, I guess I don't know. I like. I just realised my heat is going, and that's probably going to be making quite an annoying sound in the background. So I'm going to turn that off. Apologies uh, for anyone who's been hearing that and wondering what's that monotonous. Uh, droning on. That's, that's, that's not Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, uh, no, no, no. Look, I value what you bring to the table, Oliver. Now um, that is liquid comedy. Uh, I was going to do that as well. It's, it's an obvious joke, but it was, it's well done. Um, who's wants a shining light? Me. I'm just. I'll, I'll just lock in my one of them skating across the ice on Lava Girl's body if that's all right. Just I can't who's hungry for another? I'm hungry for another. A little morsel of a shining I'm light. I'm famished, actually. Yum, yum. I'm bloody arms. Je suis femme. Femme? Yeah, that means I'm hungry. Means means woman. No, no, no. Not, not, not femme. Oh, fe- femme. I, okay, sorry. Uh, Je suis femme. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Why don't you say your shining light was the bit where... I love... Um, okay, yeah. I just love Mr. the Electricity. Mr. Electricidad. Oh, you like Shark Boy's dad? No, I love that he's dead, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Shark Boy's dad is dead. And, yeah. and it's this big revelation. And it's like, he's at the bottom of the sea. I'm so sorry he's at the bottom of the sea. But this Max shit, he dreamed this into existence. Yeah. He killed Shark Boy's blimmin' father. Do you think it was weird that um, this week, for some reason, none of the other characters were present except for Jacob? Like, other than Jacob, 
Everyone else was different this week, don't you? Think that was no, weird? I think they've got to have a break. I think I think it's fair enough. But then when's Jacob going to have it? When's, when's Taylor Lautner going to have a break? Well, maybe next week he'll be the only one absent. And, okay. you know, I'm bloody jonesing for that because he is, he's given some real energy. It seems like sort of an unfair roster if it's like, we're all off this week. <laughs> Jacob, you're the only one off. Oh, yeah, but, you know, it's some wonders for him. He looks years younger. Um, yeah, he does, actually. You he's know, a- the stress has fallen away. But almost to a worrying degree where he's quite sort of thin. I'm thinking he's he's dropped that weight bloody fast, hasn't he? It's only been a week. It's, it's the sort of thing where you're like, ooh, don't want to ask about that. It's there might like, be some you know, wasting illness. That's the thing. You don't want to say, oh, look at you. You've lost heaps of weight. Because like, might, that might be like, well, yeah, I have. It's a bad thing. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't intending to. Um, he's, still got, he's still got a real off-putting energy about him. He looks like the sort of kid who would uh, do some bad stuff. Yeah, he looks like he would um, dunk me in the pool. And, and feel like it would start off fun and then it'd be holding you under for a while and it's like, oh, okay, this is not a yeah, game. Like, I'm actually running a serious And then you'd be like, what the fuck drama. was that? And he'd be like, oh, nothing. And he'd play it off as if, mm. oh, it was an accident. But it's like, if no one else was around, he might have genuinely killed me. Yeah, he'd be like, we're just having, we're like playing, that's, that's the game. Just playing idiot. around, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what we're doing. It's like, oh, there's something in his eye that means, you know, there's just some coldness there. Yeah, like, like a sort of a distance. Like a... You're looking at him and he's looking back at you. But there's not that sort of human interface there. It's sort of like he's like he's and he's talking to you. He's having a conversation with you, but it seems like he's sort of far away. Mm. And when Mrs. Bichowski um, announced in the morning that, you know, all the neighborhood's cats were starting to go missing and all the other kids were like, Fucking shit, this is crazy. Yeah. You just you just looked over at him and there was just this this lack of that's the thing it was like a, he was like he acted like oh no oh god where, where could wasn't they be convincing was it but there was just this um yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This, and you don't want to say anything you don't want to you know bring it up to your parents no, or I mean, whatever, what are you gonna say you know i think taylor lawton is killing cats i mean everyone and, loves them what do you and i guess like you know if he did do something wrong it's not going to bring them back but if he finds out that you know shit you yes, know, it could be your head you will reap a body the well, so maybe we're just going to keep quiet and um and just get through it um what i wanted to ask you actually oliver was because it was because obviously with with the way the schedule sort of worked out and having everyone but jacob there obviously we didn't get to see alistair going to the attic this week mm. um but I was just wondering, what do you think he was planning on doing? Because obviously, I think he probably, what from what I heard, he sort of actually sort of wrote, he wrote sort of a, you know, this is what I was intending to do had I been there for, for whoever his understudy was going to be. And obviously that didn't get passed on or uh, didn't get represented in the film. Uh, what do you think he was planning on sort of doing up there this time? Yeah, so he is, he is, He's gone up to the attic, mm. and it, he's he's been welcomed to. He's he's building a water park. He's building Wet and Wild, okay. popular Australian water park. He's going. Okay, I'm bloody doing this film every week. Now that I've got some me time, mm-hmm. I want a bloody water park. You know, the best times in my life I've, I've had were at Wet and Wild down the hydro slide. He's not building this all on the river in. He's not building this all within the attic. This is this, that, the attic's just where he's doing his brainstorming. Is this where? He- uh, he's building it in the attic. Oh, he's building it in the attic. He's building it in the attic. Uh, he's he's scaled it right down. Mm. So the hydrous lead is um is only like it's less than a meter. Okay. Um, but it's got all the proper twists and turns. Uh, he can't fit into it, mm. but he could find a small sort of rodent. Yeah, or, that'd be quite fun over there. Or a man who was like maybe 
one one two hundredths of his scale. Like I'm just trying to think of how to get mm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's 3D printed it all, and oh, yeah. he's put a lot of water in there, and a lot of milk, and a lot of juice, and there's a lot of fluids in there. Okay. And he's got some good rides. He can't quite go on it, but he's looking around and going, "This is my empire, my <laughs> water kingdom." <laughs> And everyone's like, shit, this is why we didn't give him a week off before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, give him an inch and he'll take a fucking mile. And he'll take a fucking water park. And it's all dripping down the ceiling of the Carlisle's house. And they're going, oh, juice. To the Carlisle's house. The Carlisle's, you mean? Yeah. (laughs) No, I call him the Carlisle. I call him the Carlisle. (laughs) He demands it now, actually. Some friend, the Carlisle. (laughs) Carlisle's taking a week off, and suddenly he's Mr. Big in his bloody britches, and he's saying, no, no, you you must call me the Carlisle now. I know. It it has sent them all blimmin' loopy. You know what Bella's doing? (laughs) What's she doing? She's um, she's learning Excel. She's actually actually putting it to use well. I heard she's um, getting set to play Princess Diana in a film. Is she? Yeah, she actually is. She's doing a lot of Excel charts about um, conspiracy theories, really. Oh, okay. Who killed Diana? And there's a pie chart, and and it's just one big thing saying the Queen. <laughs> so that's very interesting there from uh, from Kristen. Uh, but it's a great graph. Yeah. It's got 3D sort of shading on it. I like when you do the graphs in 3D. I, it freaks me out. It freaks you out? It makes me think technology's gone too far, and it fills me with this incredible rage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all I can do not to destroy the computer. Look, Oliver, if um, if a 3D pie chart's scaring you, might I interest you in the fact that uh, all phones are listening to us? No, thanks. And by that I mean all phones now are downloading the even worse idea of all time podcasts. We're a huge hit. <gasps> Ooh, party time, baby. <laughs> hey. We're, Fuck yeah! Wouldn't it be great if we came pre? Do you remember that time? Oh, you might have probably didn't have an iPhone at the time, actually. But there was a time when Apple sort of um, installed a, a U2 album on everyone's phones, and a lot of people were thinking, "Hang on, I didn't, I didn't download this U2 album." And they're like, "No, no, it's free." And they're like, "I don't care if it's free. I didn't ask it to be here." <laughs> um, but I'm actually I'm, I'm working with um, a few of the folks at Apple at the moment, actually, to sort of see if I can tee that up so that the podcast is is on everyone's phone. Um, to, as they as they boot it up, incredible, incredible! Think of the power we'd have. Think of how many wet and wilds we could build. There'd be all sorts of shark boys in there and what? shark girls. Why don't we have uh, Why don't we have more theme parks in New Zealand? It's a very small country. I don't know if you've I seen. I I can only think of two. Can I guess the two you're thinking of? <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's not free. Uh, uh, Rainbows End and Splash Planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Splash Planet. More like Splash Planet. All of it. <laughs> Is that a reference to the fact they called me Jameis? Yeah. Uh, to fill anyone in, they called him if James. they haven't heard the previous season of the podcast maybe it was even on the dotcast we discussed this but <laughs> yeah. why Splash Planet is a water park in New Zealand you could sign up to be on a sort of birthday list where they would I don't really know they, they sent you a card I'm not really sure why you wanted it maybe you got some discount or something I don't know anyway my name is Jamie of course and uh, the final year I received a Splash Planet card they referred to me as Jamis 
Take me J-A-M-A-S. down to the rainbow. That rainbow kind of magic. Rainbow. Take me back to the rainbows and that's rainbow magic. That's rainbow magic. Rainbow's end. Rainbow. I've never been to. Have you been to Rainbow's End? Yeah, mate. Twice or three times. Shit. I think two. Was it good? Uh, I think I really disliked it the second time. I think the first time was post Disneyland, so I thought, shit, oh, bloody hell, bloody what's all this shit? Um, bloody tough to live. I've, I've been to Disneyland, Disneyland, uh, a number of times, the California one, and uh, bloody love it. Can't get mm. enough of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that going to Rainbow's End afterwards. Would be quite the downgrade, or but you're saying you. I think it. the second time as well. It was a very rainy day, and it was like it was mm. it was just grim getting from ride to ride, and even though there weren't these, these super big lines, it was just the atmosphere was all wrong. Mm. It was poisoned. Um, How old were you the last time you went there? Do you think? Oh, 12, 13. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do not know. So to fourteen. <laughs> Uh, but there was this big pirate ship there, and it goes back and forth. Yeah, and then um, is the, that the, the best ride? That's gone now. That's gone. Yeah, that's like sort of the one one I can think of. Yeah, which sounds quite bland, but it's genuinely very thrilling the way that it rocks. Um, it looks like it would make me sick. I really like those rides that um, you can get them at general street carnivals as well. The ones that go, you sit down and you go up real high, and you go down real fast, and you go whoa. I, I don't know. <laughs> Do you mean the ones where you're like in a little rocket ship and you're spinning around and then it's no, sort of like uh, up, like a big row of chairs and you're all sitting forward. Yeah, and you there's this big tower and you get you know propelled oh, 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 oh. up the way, like a kind of Tower of Terror esque thing. And the the speed varies and you go yeah. down real fast and up See, real that, slow. Uh, those ones always terrify me as well. Yeah, those those ones were. The, I I like the sheer thrill. The simplicity is what makes it tick. You know, your roller coasters, you've got a bloody all these bells and whistles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, ring, ring. Like that. <laughs> yeah. To make it spicy. But you just need that sheer adrenaline. That's what we're all looking for, isn't it? At, we just want that bolt to the heart. At Rainbow's End, do they have any dark rides? Like the ones where it's sort of you're in a building going around a sort of a set? You know, like... Rainbow's... Uh, I, I don't I can't think imagine they would, but they have a decent like river, like a themed river run. Oh, thing. I love a river ride. Um, yeah, my dad went to and sister went to Disneyland earlier this year and thought that the racial politics of the river ride were a bit dodgy. They were like, yeah, well, it's all based on natives. Like, that Song were, of the South, and stuff, yeah, so and like <laughs> these things that haven't been updated in a long time. And it's like, yeah. what are you trying to say by keeping these around? I know. But um, Disneyland, a lot, lot of polish. But the Rainbow's End, you know, water park, a racial utopia. Every, <laughs> you know, it's not scary. It's everyone's holding hands and singing, and it's a lovely. And well, they've you, got that at Disneyland as well. Got, it's a small world. That's sort of the whole point of that. Is uh, you know, <laughs> cultures, creeds, codes, all. No, they're telling you that these big, swollen-headed mice <laughs> are welcome to come into your house and fuck your wife. <laughs> all right, I'm not having it. It's not real and it's sick. That mouse has a tumour. <laughs> um, so yeah, great fun at Rambo's End. Um, I think I think I think a lot of themes this week in the film. It was all about yeah. dreams and whether children's imagination is, you know, to what extent should it be encouraged? Quite a lot. But then if you're like in class going, no, 
My dreams are real. Mm. At what point do you have to step back and well, go, this, this, this is a, a problem? This was the question I posed to Oliver. I, you know, we love imagination. You know, imagination is, is the key to many great things. But I, and I wasn't siding with the teacher in the film. The, 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 yes, for some reason, now things take place in sort of what seems to be a primary school or an elementary school. And the teacher, Mr. Uh, Electricidad, is telling this young boy, Max, you know, Max, you got to, you got to get out of your head. You got to stop dreaming. And, and on one hand, yes, that that's quite a detrimental thing to say to a child. And, you know, never kill that spark. But at the same time, if it's if, if you're affecting your learning, and uh, you know your intake of, of of these important things, at some point you probably do have to get out of the goddamn clouds. Yeah. You've um you've expressed that in a very eloquent way just now. But during the movie, what you said was that kid should take four Zans and crush some puss. <laughs> and you said it very belligerently. And I thought, whoa. Yeah, I sort of said it five times. That kid should take some Zans and crush some puss. Became this sort of mantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, sort of, this sort of fevered, you know, as if you could manifest all these Zans. <laughs> But the thing is, then you'd end up with 20 Zans and five puss. Well, the th- <laughs> what can you do? The thing about that, Oliver, is that it, it was not a mantra I, I uh, simply invented for, the, for this film. It's something I say often. I'll, I'll, I'll walk past a child and say, that kid should be taking Zans and crushing puss. And it's landed me in some very hot water. Yeah, it's often very applicable, you know. Yeah. I mean, what? Jamie at eight years old, when his mother asked what he wants for breakfast, <laughs> the response we all know and cherish. Uh, he didn't get it. He got he got wheat bix. Um, yeah, wheat bix bites. I actually got some wheat bix bites here right now. I haven't bloody love them. I haven't had a wheat bix bite in a while. They're so small and they've got berries in them. Yeah, they they used to be called fruity fruity bix. That's what I liked them as a kid. They were, they were, yeah, they were. They were I only knew and them the, called wheat bix bites. I know, but wheat bix bites is actually a more uh, that's a that's a relatively recent name change. <laughs> They were called Fruity Bix. No, they weren't. Yeah. They were called Wheat Bix Bites since at least 2008 or like... Yeah, like, okay, well, since 2008. But I'm talking oh, about relatively recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, look, 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 look. Are you going to look up Wheat Bix Bites? No, I'll, look, I'll look up... Once, once we've stopped recording, yeah. I'll look up Fruity Bix, all right? They were rounder. Wheat Bix, bite, Wheat Bix Bites are different now. I don't like your but, damn tone. Do you remember... Um, I've been trying to bloody find the cereal... Not find it in stores because it's been gone for a long time, but I've been trying to. Cocoa Pops. No, 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 no. Rumble Rums. No, it, it was a cereal, I believe, made by Hubbard's. Pilgrim Taste. The box had sort of a cartoon map of New Zealand on it with lots of sort of different things happening on that map. And the cereal itself looked like sort of little cashew nuts. Shaking almost. Mumbers. No. Uh, and it sort of had a honeyish, quite honey sweet taste. Uh, no. What no, do you mean? That sounds like honey puffs. No, no, no. Honey puffs don't look like a cashew. Yeah, they do. They're little, little, like honey nutty puffs things. Look like a little coffee bean. Yeah, okay, true. So um, a cashew. So they're big. Oh, yeah, like the size of a cashew nut almost. Oh, but so they're of, not those little pillows of of crunchy honey. No, 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 no. no, no. I quite liked those too, yeah. but the, I, I, I can't find, I can't find any trace of them online. They haven't, I haven't, you know, had them in a very long time. They wouldn't have been in the stores for like probably at least over, over ten years. Duck mumbles? Yeah, maybe that. Maybe, yeah. duck, maybe duck mumbles. Uh, but look, if any New Zealanders out there and, and knows what I'm talking about, please hit me up on the Facebook page uh, at the Even Worse Idea of All Time. Not expecting to get a response there. <laughs> or email evenworseidea at gmail.com. That's true. You can do that too. Um, uh, but I'd bloody love to know what they were. I'm pretty sure they were the brand Hubbards. Uh, I want to get in touch with them because maybe we could say, hey, 
Let's tr- let's strike a deal here. A ten percent off your next purchase of dark mumbles. We've got, <laughs> we've got a big audience who are craving cereal at all times. Yeah, they're bloody fiends for it. Yeah. They'll get up at four in the morning and go, "Oh boy, give me some cocoa pops." They don't care what it will do to their equilibrium when they wake up in the morning. Oh, do you know what it will do? Uh, what? Fuck it up. Oh yeah, true. They'll be full of sugar. Do you know that sugar rushes are a myth? Yes. I was I'm very in, passionate about that when I, I was like kids 10. on the train in sort of year seven when you go to the dairy <laughs> kids being like yo fuck yeah bro do you get such a fucking sugar high off this which is interesting after they loaded up on a bunch of rainbow strips and stuff it's like that's not is that going to do anything but I think the motivation there comes from media going like mm. getting drunk's cool and then it's like yeah, well, we don't yeah. want to do that yet but like want to get fucked like, up can't wait to feel a buzz um, but genuinely I did feel a buzz when I would down a 1.5 litre chocolate milk and then play some handball mm. because part, part of that's just the <laughs> sheer liquid content inside don't you reckon it was kind of crazy that at the school canteen right th- there were certain things that you had but I think they were trying to be somewhat healthy. You know, you couldn't buy... Because I think at some schools you could buy, like, Coke and stuff. You couldn't do that. Mm, but true. you could buy, like, like a one-litre bottle of chocolate yeah. milk. It's like, where do you draw the line? Well, you know, uh, 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 you know, a can of Coke is going to is gonna be less sugar than a big old chalky milk. Yeah, it was really weird to me. So, ooh, milk's healthy for your bones. Mate, daily I had that 1.5 chocolate milk. It messed me up. <laughs> Because I was genuinely like, "Whoa, God, I'm going to be sick!" Because, like, you know, but I <laughs> loved it because it, a lot ga- of milk. it gave me the energy to play on. And it's like, you better make me, you better make me the king because otherwise I'll throw up on these squares. Um, old uh, aces. Look, if anyone's wondering, my favourite character. Uh, oh yeah, my team. Yeah, got to do that. Um, Wait, did you have a good sign off in mind? No, I, no, no. no I, I was going to say, well, actually, yeah. What team are you on this week? Yeah, but okay, but you know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I was on team Mr. Electric. Uh, I loved his puns. Mm-hmm. I loved his explanation of his puns. Yeah. I loved that he recorded all his dialogue in his car. Mm-hmm. He just he just filmed his face with a um <laughs> with a flip mino. With a flip mino. ten uh, percent <laughs> off at the checkout for a flip mino. You can make videos on it. You can shoot it in glorious standard def, or if you want to fork out a few extra dollars, you can get a flip mino HD. Film in 1080p and bloody Apple won't be listening to you on there. No, the, the folks at Flip will be though. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're devious <laughs> little yeah, monsters, they're, they're aren't recording they? Recording it all, and, and 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 they are using that data flagrantly. They will send you messages going, "We're going to out you." It's, quite, gonna, it's quite menacing, actually. They, they, they mean well, but you know, quite scary. Nice banking details, brother. <laughs> and they'll they'll print them all nicely out. They know everything. I'm Team Lava Girl, and that's all I'll say about that. Uh, look, what I was going to say is uh, what you might have been able to tell, dear listeners, is that we uh, we watched Sharkboy and Lava Girl, not Twilight. Oh, uh, f- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll catch up sometime, maybe. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah.